The Rising Sun in South Melbourne are proud sponsors of True Bloods for the month of September. And there is no better spot in Melbourne to watch your footy live and loud every game of the final series. And if you're going to get down to the riser, Mads, you've got to try one of the steaks. They've got the Wagyu rump, which isn't your normal steak, Mads, that you get at a pub, but it is sensational. Then if you really want to treat yourself, Mads, they've got the ribeye from Cape Grim, which is exceptional. I'll tell you what, though, Deble, there's nothing better to wash that steak down with than a doozy from Ollie Florent, Will Haywood and Isaac Heaney. And if you go down to the riser and you buy yourself a doozy, you'll go into the raffle to win a sign jumper by all three boys. How good is that, Mad? So go and see John and Annalise down at 2 Raglan Street in South Melbourne and watch every game live in September, live and loud, down at the riser. G'day, Mickey O from the Swans. You're listening to True Blood, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Go, boys. Jeez, this is the most one-eyed podcast. <laughs> it's what we're here to do. Let's go. Right. Let's actually go. For mine, boys. For yours, then. I'm about to blow a gasket in here. We've kicked three goals for the day, Table. What is going on? Damaging team. Damaging disposal. He's been very, very average. Our best is the best in the competition. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back in the Image Online studio in Abbotsford to review the disappointing elimination final loss to the Carlton Footy Club and everything else. Sydney Swans joined as always. For one of the last times this year, with Madison Clark, how are you, mate? I'm well. You're a literal music producer. Oh, that was pretty impressive, wasn't it? Well, well <laughs> when you say impressive, sliding that down, yeah, very good, Deeble. Disc very jockey. Good stuff, yes. I could basically, basically DJ as well. You, yeah, I, I can't wait. That'll be the summer project, you <laughs> see. We'll, we'll just give, get you some lessons and, uh, and get you out, uh, maybe, in, in, maybe do electric or yeah. something like that. Get some maybe, practice out maybe there. Maybe sort of 1 to 2 a.m. set it electric, I would have thought, Deeble. Yeah, well, I could even tune in to get some practice at the Union House because I was definitely doing some uh, <laughs> some damage on the dance floor and all, all sorts of areas at the Union House, as the faithful was, Mads. Yeah, they got down, did they? They did. Post-game, pre-game, the faithful were there, the walk down. Enormous. It was it, so hot in there pre-game. It was. It was. They It really warms up with, with a few people in there. There, doesn't it? It's good though. Like it's the best possible pre pre game pub I reckon we've picked. Yeah, it's good, and it's it's the perfect walking distance. It's not too far. Yeah, any further sure. than that, it's probably too far. But it's uh, it's a phenomenal walk down with the faithful when we're in full voice, isn't it? Every time we've lost at the G. I've been completely consoled by how good the pregame stuff is because yeah. it, it makes it all it, – it, it's a soft landing in the morning. You th- think back on it, you look at all the videos and things like that. 
It's bloody cool, man. Yeah. It's bloody cool. It was awesome. And, yeah, it makes uh, – the the true bloods experience all, all the better just yeah, uh, sure. you know having having our people around and you know we've all just got this common ground of the swannies and although the the game didn't go our way a, a, there's a lot to enjoy in, in what we do with stuff like that hundred percent like Nate my my little seven year old nephew Nate said to me um when we were walking down after we'd sort of broken off and we are going to the G's, like, wow, there's going to be so many Swanee supporters there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mate, that was that was pretty much it, to be that, honest. That was it. How was the... Uh, yeah, the, nuts. The, 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 the deviation. What's the right word there? The delineation? No, divi- division of, like, you know, there's 95% yeah. sure. well, Carlton supporters. E- it was 95-5. Like, the, no shit. Easily. It, it was unbelievable. Easily 95-5, to five, yeah. for sure. And, and, I mean, it was always going to be that way, right? This yeah. is their, their first final in 10 years. Uh, they came out in their droves. A few peanut. Oh, that supporter base. It's it's funny. I, I like Carlton. I like Carlton as a football club. Right. A lot of yep. people hate them. I actually quite like them. Th- that supporter base, though, is that starved of success. Like you, you know, when you go to a Collingwood game and they're just everything's ball. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Like you know, I, I feel like I can watch the footy and be like, if one of my players gets hold, I'm like, yeah, that's ball. Yeah. They cannot. They can't. They cannot. Cannot do that. They they are very one eyed, which which is fine. But yeah, a lot of peanuts. But that's okay. Uh, we it it was a, a game that I think encapsulated our whole season. Really, um, so close yet so far. Yeah. In, in a number of aspects in, in the game, I, I came away from. We'll obviously dissect it, but. I came away from it feeling very proud. I, this is not – there's been a number of losses this year where I've felt so deflated and dejected and upset with sort of, well, where do we go from here? I thought we finished that game in a really positive manner. Yes, we had our opportunities, but I think fundamentally we saw – that was a fourth quarter that we've been asking for all year. Yeah. And they delivered it. It just wasn't enough. And you you just simply look at the first half and you see why it wasn't enough, Dave. Yeah, I echo all those sentiments. It's uh, Yeah, we, we gave it a dead, dead hot crack, mate. We, we tried so hard and I was exactly the same. I just walked out pretty proud of the footy club and... You know where you lost it, which which is a great thing as well. You some people look back on finals and oh, where did we go wrong? We know where we went wrong. We got blasted away in a second quarter where we were just basically uncompetitive. And to Carlton's credit, they found a different way to play. Yeah, and we we sort of matched them in clearance and c- contest for three quarters. They blew us away in that second, but like even you look at the goals that you know Carlton got over the back like open field, like yeah. kicking over our zone. That wasn't Carlton this year. But no. That, that's an impressive thing to be able to turn something like that on in finals. And, yeah, we just left ourselves way too much to do. And I think we're a little bit too conservative in that first half. Yep. It got to the stage where we had to take a few more risks. And if you get five goals down in a game of footy, it's a long way back, especially when you're playing a, a pretty good side in Carlton and – a lot of their leaders stepped up, as did a lot of ours as well. But 
we just have left ourselves too much to do and some of the the mistakes that we made just were were too bad to recover from. Yeah, for sure. You know what? You know what killed me, Dable. What killed you, man? In the first half, the complete lack of forward structure. We were getting sucked up the ground into the contest, and then when we'd get a clean break, because we we said in the the pod last week, the way we beat them is on the outside, using our speed, using our skill, efficiency. There was just no one to kick to, and no, we we turn the ball over, we we get it off them, and there's just no one to kick to. Yeah, and we got guys streaming back. It was just non-existent the forward structure in the first half, and we had there were opportunities where we had the ball in midfield, no options. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, Marty McLean and McDonald obviously haven't played enough footy together, especially sure. without having Bud there. Bud sort of creates structure. And, you know, he's been gone four or five weeks. Um, you know, Armadi came back into that side, made it made a good difference. But the more those guys play together, the more I think that'll work itself out. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, just it was just not not good enough for a finals game, that, that first half. It's, we, we had to take the game on more, way too conservative. And we didn't have the tempo right in the game. We were slowing it down when we needed to go and probably had opportunities to go. And then the decision-making forward of centre, mate, it, it killed me. And it was the – some of our, our better players, like like Tommy Papley had a stinker yeah. for, for mine. Like he, he, he was great in the middle. Midfield game was sensational. Well, he, he almost always got hands to the footy, footy when he was in there. From the centre bounce, so good, but – Mate, his decision-making going forward of 50 and inside 50 was not good enough and cost us at times. And I think he'll take a lot from that. He'll learn from that. Yeah, for and, sure. And he'll reflect on that game for sure because he is a much better player and decision-maker than he showed on the weekend. But the, the Tommy Papleys of the Sydney Swans are the ones who need to be playing well and leading by example on finals day. Well, they're the ones you who have to chuck everyone else on their back. Back. And and we, we just didn't quite get that from, from Paps. So he, he was a little bit disappointing. I, I love the move of Luke Parker forward. It's just a bit you took the words <laughs> right out of my mouth. That's where the game the game changes Changed. right when I see Luke Parker jogging down to full four. What was it? Straight after half time? Half time, yeah. And that having that there, I think that helped create the structure that I was begging for during the game because he was a serious threat yeah. uh, up forward. Loved it. Well, I've heard this be dissected and it makes complete sense. So Colling, uh, Collingwood, Carlton's back line was able to really sit forward to the contest. Yep. And your weederings, um, who else is in that, in that back line? I can't think. Key position, um, it's a Doherty. Yeah, yep. and Doherty, those type of guys sitting up, being able to zone off their player, come off the contest when they want. They were able to do that way too easy because they were able to push up at will. But when we had Luke Parker drop behind the forward fifty somebody, structure, somebody has to be. Weedering has to sit yep. back an extra ten meters and, and worry about Luke Parker coming and, out of full forward. And this is what I mean: they're, we're getting sucked into the contest, Test. so they're up there, so they're able to lock it in their front half because yep. we're just doing dump kicks out. There's no one to kick to, and they're just eating it up. Yeah, so it was a masterstroke from Horse, and it, and it played paid dividends, but. 
We two goals, let, Lukey Barker. Yeah, he just we left ourselves too much to do, and I, I thought the pressure was good all day. You couldn't question that. Um, there were, you know, when we we're trying to win the game, like when Blake Akers got the out the back. You know, there were key things like this is not Braden Campbell's fault, right? Yeah, but that, that, that last bounce, ball that comes yeah. in, it's like you got to keep it in front of you. you, you as, do. as soon as it was behind you, you cooked. Yeah, and as soon as you go to ground, you're out of the contest. Like there was one with with Haywood, you know, laying tackles. It's Keep your feet. Keep your feet. It's um, there are a couple of mistakes like that, but at the same time, it's a greasy night. It's yeah. tough out there. I'm I'm not blaming these guys, but these are key pivotal moments in the game. McCartan had that shitty, shitty bounce in the goal square. Goal square went up. Yeah, you know what's Jeez. his name? Cottrell. Yeah, got on the end of it. You know, it's like someone was. Uh, who was I sitting with? Uh, it must have been Watto. Watto, I think. And he said to me, "Oh, like he's." Tommy's got to be better there. No, I was like, nah, that's mate. A He's like, bounce. that's that's flipped a one eighty yeah, on him, yeah, you know, yeah. and you know, it left him open, and there was some frustrating the, things. You, but you cannot, in any way, shape, or form, knock Tom McCartan's nah. game. Tom McCartan, and, and this was our concern, Deebs. We've seen Charlie Kernow really get a hold of Tom McCartan. Yep. We've seen it live, and we've seen it on TV. Yeah. And Tom McCartan played the game of his life for mine, Deeble. For yours, Mads. Because, you know, people can Charlie this, Charlie that. That's fine. Take all the marks you want on the wing, mate. That that just means Tom McCartan's winning the game. Yeah. Yeah, it was sensational from Tommy. I think he took nine grabs, season high, a few yep. intercepts there. He was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. But we may not have lost on the scoreboard. It was but just it, incredible. Just incredible. We may have lost on the scoreboard on the weekend, but I think I won the battle of uh, the verbals walking out of Did um, you? the what, MCG. What was... I had a couple. So I, I reckon I had Adam Sard's um, relative in my aisle commenting the whole game in the first half. Right. And I just happened to say quite loudly, and it's like, geez, at least we didn't have to bring our, our earplugs to the game and listen to the commentary because we've got the commentary right here, everyone, don't we? <laughs> And, and even the Carlton supporters were, were laughing. So that was one nil. <laughs> and then there was a, after, after half time, this middle-aged 45-year-old lady came out of nowhere. No idea where she had been. And she was squeal, like squeal, screeching. And, and then the way her voice came across was just doing me so loud and yeah, screaming. Right. And she went, they, when she got, they were 30 points up, she went. I said, you of all people, being the middle-aged lady that you are, should know that if there is ever a side to blow a lead like this, I said, you might win this one. You may well win, but you should know of all people. You've been there. You've seen it. If there's a team, do I need to remind you of round 24 last year against Collingwood? If there's a team to blow this lead, it's Carlton Footy Club. And then when the Swannies kicked three in four minutes or whatever it was, I said, I told you. I said, you never go that early. So I was 2-0, and everyone was having a laugh about that too because yeah. it was in like a conversational yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, look, as, as you we know, say, as long as it's not personal. No, nah, and I just, you know, that's the battle that was won at the ground. May yeah. not have got the finals win, but 2-0. Didn't, didn't get the media coverage, but but we know. Yeah, that's it. I Yeah, I, I had similar experiences. They're just, they're, they're like a, um, a pack of lemmings. And again, I get it. I get it when you're that starved of success, but they're yeah, they're just. Um, I found it quite sad how how rabid they are. But I mean, geez, t- 
to be part of it as a Carlton supporter would have been. Would yeah, have been and phenomenal. I mean, I had some great Carlton supporters around me as well, and you know, barracked hard for my side, but you know, shook their hand at the end of the day and said, "Well done, enjoy next week." You know, it's just some people just don't get it. No, it, they it's don't. funny though. I thought I don't want. Let's not talk. Let's save Errol for a second. I, I thought Logan at key moments stood up and, and I reckon it's a precursor to what he can do. Um, I know there were there were probably two key mistakes he made, but those goals, critical. Yeah, he took his opportunities when he got them. You know, smart body position, quick kick out of the contest in front, easy goal and get the clearance and quick footy and snaps and goals. You know, a couple goals in a couple minutes was huge for us. Got us back in the game, but... But as you say, when the game was on the line... line, Made the wrong decision. You know, that fourth quarter, mark up on the wing. Got Will Haywood on your left-hand side. Members wing side, streaming, not a player. Working his backside off. All he had to do was just hook the the kick. Have a quick look, hook the kick. Because he kicked it to the top of the 50. Two on three. And you know who the two were? Papley. And Wicks. Yeah, not not good. On three tools, man. It's just the wrong decision. Dumb, dumb. And this is like just reading the tempo of the game. Like, yeah, we were chasing the game, right? But make the decisions that are... But that's where it pays to take a couple of seconds. It does. And a couple of seconds don't kill you. Yeah. Not in that situation. And you would have seen him, and we would have scored, man, and it's less than a goal. And that was the problem. We just couldn't get if, in front. Debs, if we'd gotten less than a goal down, we win that won. game. Yeah. It, so close, man. It was close. But, I mean, again, these have been our issues. It's funny because it's sort of the the opposite issue to what, what we've been plagued with all year. We had a really good final quarter, but we just were so sluggish out of the blocks. Uh, we won four. Well, won four. Yeah, see, I, I, I don't agree we sluggish. We didn't take opportunities in the we, first we were, quarter. We were sluggish, though. I, I thought that second quarter, it, it tailed off and looked sluggish. But we, we had the no, opportunities. That's, sorry, that's, that's right. I mean, first yeah. half in general. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We, we, we were so lackadaisical in the second half. But, yet, but again, the, the issue... Is taking opportunities. Chad Warner at the siren. Yeah. Simply must kick that goal. Doesn't. It's funny. That kick around the corner, it wasn't a harsh angle. And he's a good set shot drop punk kick. Yeah. He would have. Yeah. I suppose it's what they practice. But. Oh, yeah. It's just those little They're the opportunities. You're right. Little things. The two score reviews. It's like you, you just. Put a kick through it a little bit more. They're, they're not issues. It's these little sliding door moments <laughs> that that mean we, you know, have a final against Melbourne on Friday night. Yeah, I thought there was there was two score reviews where they both off Errol kicking long. One was one, off one definitely no, was. one was off Braden, was it? I think so. I think yeah, you're it was right. Braden. He just didn't. I, I was because it was on my side, and he just didn't kick through it. He didn't kick through. Was the that footy. the one? Was Braden's one called a goal, and they overturned it? Touched because uh, one of them was. No, it, that was Errol's. I thought. No, that was definitely called a behind. Was it? I've seen the replay of that one. Look, I haven't and, seen. And to be honest, Steve's they were both. They were probably both touched. They, they definitely <laughs> yeah. were. Like it was. Um, I, I sat there and I'm like, 
looked at it. I'm like, I know, I know they're both touched. Yeah. That's that's fine. As I said, we uh, we spent our, our score review <laughs> tickets. Yeah, yeah, we did. I was just praying like that. Errol one goes through. That that got us back to two points yep. as well. Yeah, like ten minutes to go, mate. That's game oh, over. Oh my god. You what you would have seen them go into their shells Shell, in mate. such a quick fashion. Yeah, it just doesn't it? Just kill oh, you. kills you, mate. What about the game of the DOS, though? The Dostridge. Huge. In front of the Huge. pill, wet, greasy day. To take 12 grabs on the G in an elimination final, that's the the coming of DOS. It's a big game, especially off signing the, the fresh four-year deal. For sure. You see a lot of players sort of tail off in their form, but to go off like he did... You know, a little bit of scoreboard impact there at the end as well. But in front of the footy to provide the target like he did, he was sensational up the ground. 12 marks. 12 grabs, man. Three contested. Sensational. It was really good from Doss. So it's hats off to him. And they're the type of games that you need to lead a forward line. And I think that's where he stays and pitch hits in the ruck. And and Lukey Parker, now, I mean, I, I reckon he was probably not where he needed to be form-wise in the first half, right? In the second quarter, he had no tackles, right? And that's where they really gained ascendancy. And then he moves forward and has such an immediate impact. i got no doubt that Parks is carrying something. Oh, he's cooked. And Rowie Absolutely. as well. Rowie's I- last three weeks been off the boil. Undeniably, and that—that's why Parks went forward. I was looking at him; he couldn't. He's never been a fast player, Parks, but can keep up. But he was labouring, bro. Yeah. So yeah, Parks. No, and, I'm not. I, I, and I completely Rowie carrying something. Completely agree with that. But what I'm saying is phenomenal to just change the way, change his role. And see the difference it makes. Yeah, and it's kudos to the coaching staff too to pull that move. It's uh, we we call for it a lot, and sometimes we don't see it. But after halftime to get us back in the game, it's a pretty good effort from the coaches' box. In front of ninety-two thousand rabid Carlton supporters, to to be able to change our destiny because there was a you know at halftime well, you would smoked. you would be forgiven for thinking we were going to get defeated by 10 plus goals Look that way. um now deeps if we'd gotten defeated by 10 plus goals <laughs> i don't know what my current status would be <laughs> yeah. well i well i think i got home at 6 a.m. yes on uh you wouldn't be home Saturday yet morning. i don't think i'd be home yet yeah <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Debs, I might not be either. So, yeah, <laughs> it, that that would have been an unmitigated disaster. Yeah. Um. But but look, gave it a crack. Nick Blakey, same thing. Just turned it on when required. Yeah. And you know, we started the second half was more sort of how we thought the game would go. Yeah. We were using our strengths to our advantage. Lizard was chopping. The Carlton midfielders and defenders up like sashimi, <laughs> and it, you know you had Errol being Errol. So let's let's talk about Errol. That man, oh, man. is going to win a couple of Brownlows, and he will be captain soon enough. Yeah, I'm totally with you. One of Adam Sard's brothers' calls was Braden Campbell has a better left foot than Errol, and he's crapping on like this, and it just it happened to happen. What, 12 times during the game where he's just laced people out. 
And I was just like, bro, just admit you're wrong. Just have a look. <laughs> like, seriously. But it is the way he was able to open up the field, pierce gaps, finish in front of goal, the two goals he kicked, like, settled us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? But it's not only that. It's how tough he is as well. Yeah. Just bottom of pack, get ball, hit someone, lace out. Not many players can have that, that many sort of tools to their game that do them all so incredibly well. And I just love how it's get it on his shoe, too. He's had 23 touches, 20 kicks. No no point in him handballing, is there, Dex? Nah, be effective if you can. And he makes his decision-making is getting better every week. And oh, I yeah. think that's what's going to get better in his game. I think he sort of had that little bit of a lull at stages this year with his decision-making, pulling off a little bit more than he could chew. Oh, actually, you know what killed me. Well, when he got run down, yeah. It, it, it killed me. It, it was like, how did he not Mo- see it? Momentum shift. Oh, time. man, it was coming. What was that third quarter? He was he was just outside 50. He was probably thinking about Goals. having a shot. He was. Just didn't even contemplate the bloke over the back. <sighs> oh, man. It, it, like, when you're just seeing it too, because yep. that's, like, yeah. that's over. Errol, Errol, like, Look, Errol. man. Oh, it did kill me. <gasps> Jesus. But, yeah, but, he I was mean, sensational. But, but this is all... You know, what is he, 21? Yeah. This is Third all year. experience. This is all, you know, you, you learn, you take so much out of that loss. Yeah. You know, we got two finals wins last year. We've now had a big finals. Well, this is our second big finals loss. Yeah. You take so much from them. You arguably take more from the losses than you do the wins. Yeah, the the experience will pay dividends for sure. We're, we've got ourselves in a really good position you know, age-wise, to really have a crack. There are, you know, five or six people under 22 that have played four finals. And one, one grand final as well. Yeah. Which is, that's invaluable, Deeps. Yeah, for sure. Like, 11 players under, you know, 100 games. It's, yeah. It's tending in the right direction. Um, they'll take a lot from it. And it's just about being better for four quarters. We, uh, we didn't, we said the week before, we didn't see it much. In the season, a four-quarter performance. Yeah. Maybe once or twice against, you know, limited opposition. But once again, you play three quarters and you, and you just get nibbed at the post. Yeah. That's and sort of how the game went. pretty simple, isn't it? It is. I thought uh, Braden Campbell was by and large very good. Yeah, very really, good. really big for Braden coming off a couple of quiet games. You know, probably didn't use the ball as good as Errol did, but it was impressive for him to get his hand on the ball like he did 22 22 times. touches um, he's had three tackles he's yeah. uh sort of gone at yeah 64 yeah. percent. not not where you need him to be really but i mean gave it a crack and this is the thing they all really gave it a crack yeah everyone gave it a crack and i think that's why we can just walk out so bloody proud like just getting nabbed in a final by just over a goal whatever it was six points and just being and, and so proud of the side. Yeah. Normally you're dead set disappointed. No, I, I had no, I had no qualms. Yeah. And, and people kept call, calling me, like texting me, being like, "You okay? Kay. Okay? Yeah. Completely fine. Yeah. All good. All good. You, you do not. We do not do this. Put in this time and effort and money to just wilt when a little bit of pressure is applied. Yeah. You know, you you want to see something out of it. And generally we do. And we were really up against it. 
and they made a few changes. They adjusted. They gave us value for like, and I'm not talking just you or me. I'm talking our whole supporter base. Yeah, it's a lot of people that fly down from Sydney that save up to take the family. They gave us value. Yeah, which yeah. which I was really proud of. Yeah, yeah. Dead set. Always proud of the boys. Um, they gave gave a hundred and ten percent, but Florent came up short. Your man. <laughs> what do you think? Uh bit of a non-factor. Non didn't even didn't even know he was out there for yeah. periods of time. Bit of a non-factor, and that's the way he's sort of been this year. He's either been the best on ground, having an absolute stunner, mm-hmm. or not quite there physically, mentally. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, but <laughs> um, and the other one was Haynes, and yeah, it was one of those games where there, like you're thereabouts. You in the first quarter, he had a lot of the footy. Yeah, he was the he was the one sort of keeping us in it, yep. leading up at the ground, but and then leading up the ground, of, getting the grabs. But you know, he's had eight clangers. It's uh, it's not good. Not what you want. No, failed to hit the scoreboard. Played a, a fair few midfield minutes, I would have thought. He had definitely had some CBAs. So, yeah, not not the not the game you need from your million-dollar superstar. No, no. You probably want a little bit more. But, I mean, as we've said all year, it's come that close to clicking. Yeah. We've been that close to everything just working. And we've just been, by virtue of injuries and things like that, People have been clicking at different times, and you, you have a good preseason. You get everyone on the same page. You get everyone healthy. We're gonna we're gonna be a real force next year. Yeah, for sure. A lot of I don't think a lot of neutral supporters will be able to see the the trajectory that we're going. But it's exciting times. It's as I, I've said to a few people, it's just about. Filling a few holes that we have in our that's, list. That's right. I- improving that way. These young guys are going to come on. Like, who knows what level Errol can go to, what level Braden can go to, you know? I we, think we, we get, a, we yeah. get a, a, a good Ruckman, and that changes our our makeup in the middle, being able to, you know, be more competitive from clearance and stuff like that. It's these little changes that can make a yeah, huge difference. They're just tweaks. It's not no. anything significant. It's not anything uh, that, you know, you sort of have to go away, throw the throw the playbook out and start again. Yeah. We're, we're almost there. She's close. She's close. But we might stop it there, hear from the sponsors who have, uh, you know, kept the roof over our head, kept True Bloods ticking along. Absolutely. We'll hear from them and we might jump into a bit of a player review of the year so far. Now, Mads, the Rising Sun are back on board for the month of September. Yeah, don't we love that, Deeble? The footy will be live and loud. Every single game of the final series will be happening down at the Riser to Raglan Street in South Melbourne. But it doesn't matter whether it's a steak or a pub classic, like your fish and chips or your chicken parmigiana, Mads. The food is phenomenal down there, isn't it? Well, it's unique as well, Deeble. They've taken a lot of from their environment. They've got your South Melbourne dim sims. They've got your homemade sausage rolls. Absolutely berserk. It's great quality stuff down there. The food is sensational. The hospitality from John and Annalise down there is second to none, and we really appreciate them being on board for the month of September. And just remember, you can get your doozies down there too, Mads. 
Welcome back to True Bloods. We thought we might. we got to chuck the socials in here because it's simply, to. it's the last show and it's a simply must get the hashtag Ask the Faithful on and all the voice notes as well because they've been phenomenal all year. Absolutely. Just GFC, dudes. GFC, mate. And what, what was the hashtag Ask the Faithful? We went with our season came to an end on Friday night, which is always disappointing, but there were plenty of highlights this season too. What was the most enjoyable part of the Swannies 2023 season for yours? As always, best answers to be featured, and this will be a bit of a mix of post-game slash um, the highlights. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, should we go? We'll go voice here. Sean Lang. Langers. This is Friday night, 10.45, immediately post-game. Oh, well, we made it there. Got some kind of experience, I guess. <laughs> um, we'll be back stronger than ever next year. A couple of good trades, a couple of free agencies. We really got to throw the bank at Grundy, man. We need Grundy. Got to get Grundy. The forwards are set. Everything else is set. It's not going to be long for more success. Just hang in there, tough. But we'll be right. Up the potty, up the bloods. Yeah, good luck. Well done, boys. On your Shawnee. Got Amanda Latham on your Facebook. She says, must admit my highlight was meeting both of you and the faithful. Being amongst my people, up the bloods, up the potty, bigger and better, stronger next year. Let's go, Amanda. They're the ones that warm the heart. Good on you, Amanda. I'm, I'm sure we met her last year. But yeah, possibly. Anyway. Now, yeah. this would have been a long drive back to Canberra from uh, Louise Curtis. Yes. Uh, Saturday, 6.54 a.m. Morning, boys. Louise here from Canberra. Just wanted to say thanks to you both for a great year on the podcast. Um, something I always um, thoroughly enjoy and look forward to every week. You do a great job. Um, not the way we wanted to go out last night, but I think um, we've got lots to look forward to. And, um, you know, it's better to go out in the first week of the finals than be pulled through for a few more weeks of pain and suffering. We were never going to win the premiership this Urgent year. Torment. Um, lots to look forward to. We've got some superstars there and um, let's hope we get some good talent in the off-season. Thanks, boys. Up the plats, up the potty. Tell you what I wouldn't have liked, Debel. What's that? Getting done by Melbourne. Yeah, wouldn't have been nice. Wouldn't have been great. Thanks for your con- contributions all year, Louise. It's uh, it's a highlight for us hearing uh, your journeys back to Canberra. It's good. Well Absolutely. Done. Craig Hinton. Well, didn't last night just prove that it's all been in our head? Last quarter, quarter fight outs, in the head. Kicking for goal, in the heads. At least there's something for the psychologists to work on over in the off-season. Oh, Probably more important now than the conditioning coaches. Well, that's the reflection on the year from Craig from Frankston. But for mine, boys. For yours. Yes, for mine. The highlight of the year has been sharing the highs and the lows of this crazy season with the True Bloods faithful. Well done, boys. And let's bring on 2024. Good on you, Craig. On you, Craig. Craig from Frankston. Uh, Ashley Pallo. Yes. Sort of like pillow, but it's Pallo. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Hey, True Bloods, this is Ash from Wollongong, just reflecting um, the morning after the game. Um, normally I'm all doom and gloom after a game, but I'm thinking 
how proud I am of the boys after a stinker of a first half and their fight back. Tommy Mark was great on Kerno after the previous outings when he hasn't, um, when Kerno's really got a hold of him. Anyway, I hope you guys had a really um, great time at, at the Union House. Um, one of these days, I'll actually be able to come out and have a drink with you, either at the SCG or down in Melbourne. Thanks again for the potties. Um, it's been a great year listening and um, bring on 2024. Up the bloods, up the potty. Good on you, Ash. Yeah, good on you, Ash. Appreciate it. <sighs> Sad that it's over. Uh, Cyril Islet. As in pilot. As in pilot. Here he is. Mads, Dave's faithful. Cyril from Baronia here. Um, hashtag Ask the Faithful, highlight of the year. There's so many. Errol's emergence, his blazer, meeting him, my kids meeting the few of the players, going to the SCG, that was wicked. The emergence of Logan McDonald and Hayden McLean. They're all some highlights, but clearly my number one highlight was meeting uh, meeting you two and all the faithful uh, before that final, mate. That was just magic. What you've created is incredible. To be in a room with all those beloved Swannies going berserk, chanting, and then chanting down Swan Street, that's uh, the stuff dreams are made of. Uh, great passion, great intensity, good energy. You've got a lot of enthusiasm, Deebles. I love it. Um <laughs> Yeah, so thank you for what you've done and can't wait for next year. Up the potty. Good on you, Cyril. Yeah, it was good. I was walking, um, I was about to cross Hoddle Street walking to the Union. I'd already picked up uh, Zane Red and White. Yes. Just picking up strays along the way. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, Cyril Islet wearing a phenomenal Lewis Roberts Thompson, Thompson jumper. jumper. Yeah. Uh, very, very good stuff. So thanks for your contribution this year, Cyril, and thanks for the getting down to the Union. Phenomenal to meet you. Sure. Just quickly on your Facebook, we got Sonia. Kavanagh, who goes with the one-point win over Adelaide. That that was very sweet. I couldn't really celebrate it like I really wanted to no. with uh, the situation I was in, but, geez, that was good. Mark Peters, the six wins in the row. And then Lynn Nadrian goes with the demolition over the West Coast. What a celebration and the elation. How good was that? At the Union House, kicking two hundred points. Not Union House, at the Rising yeah. Sun. We were, we were. Every goal was like it was a match winning <laughs> goal. goal. We were going berserk, jumping around. Oh, so Phenomenal good. stuff. Uh, over on the Instagrams, we've got Ruthie. Here you go. Hey guys, Ruthie from Caulfield. Yeah, well, we won't see our boys again this year. But um, still proud of them, still love them. Yeah, it was great seeing you all down at the Union, especially checking out your abs, Debs. Wow, <laughs> abs like the Incredible Hulk. What, what abs? Oh, I was a bit, bit blown away by that. <laughs> anyway, boys, up the potty, up the bloods. And look forward to next year. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Sorry, can you talk me through this? Yeah, table? I was like at the bar and uh, Ruthie thinks she was saying she was going early. And I was like, oh, yeah, see, see you, Ruthie. There, nah, there's no abs there, mate. I, I was just checking. I was, sh- <laughs> I was uh, 
And I was like, she's touching my arm. And yeah. I was like, hey, have a feel of them, Ruthie. Like, okay, of the, the guns. Pipe, the guns. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I said to Ruthie, I said, Ruthie, we're leaving in 10 minutes. She said, Mads, I've got, I've got to go. We're tired. I said, Ruthie, just wait. She couldn't wait. Yeah. Couldn't wait. Too keen. Had to go. Yeah. Uh, good on you, Ruthie. Thank you for your contributions. Really Phenomenal. Really Yep. Uh, now, we got, uh, I believe we've got Vanessa. Nah, wait. Do Vanessa's later. Okay, cool. Go down. De- get down. Get down the list. Yeah, all right. Down the list. Get down. Uh, we got Joshy Martin. Could be worse. Could be a Carden supporter. That's right. Anyway, boys, hey, at least we're showing some really good promise for next year. Imagine once we get some new, you know, maybe maybe a ruck, maybe another key defender. Oh, mate. And a bit of continuity going into next year. The future's very bright, and this is only the beginning for the Swannies. Anyway, up the bloods, up the potty, and up finals footy. And the Swannies. And the Swannies. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. And the Swannies. Love that. Uh, So good. Very good. So good. Um, Jake Fisher. G'day, fellas. Jake from Linfield here. First time contributor, long time listener. Uh, For the Ask the Faithful question, my most memorable moment for the season was taking my daughter to her first ever game. It was a great one, too, against the West Coast Eagles, that big-ass win. Love it. Daughter was singing the song loud and proud. Hopefully many more to come next year. Up the potty. Let's go. Let's go. Dan Bones Elliott. Bonesy. G'day, fellas. Hello, Faithful. Hope you're all well. Yep. End of the season, done and dusted for another one. Not the way we wanted to go out, but look, pretty good effort. Proved a lot of people wrong. We made the finals. It's always interesting, the the narrative change of, oh, well, if you get beaten in a grand final, you don't make the finals. And then we make the finals and, oh, well, if you get beaten in a grand final, you don't go far in the finals. Mate, <laughs> get stuff, Victoria. Um, but look. My highlights of this year, it's hard to go past putting 200 points on the Eagles. That was just good fun to watch. So fun you felt bad after it. Uh, The win in round 18 against the Bulldogs, thoroughly enjoyed that one. And then getting to be there for Buddy's last game uh, in WA, giving it to the Dockers, always a treat. Look, season's done. A lot of positives to take out of it, a lot of negatives, but that's okay. We'll be back. Next season, up the bloods, up the potty. Very good. Good bounty. Scroll down to Toby T. Yeah, we need Toby T. We need this. Where is he? Where is he? I can't find him. There he is. Toby T, uh, just before we do this, you've been absolutely phenomenal. Great. I reckon you're probably my favourite yeah. uh, contributor. <laughs> Always gets a smile. Here we go. Hello, boys. Toby T from Castle Crag. Long time <laughs> listener, first time contributor. I'm a little sad. It took me back many years ago. I was at the SCG watching Carlton play the Swans. And a guy called Warwick Kappa was up there, a big, dizzling, sparkling dick of a bloke. <laughs> and we were short one sparkling, dazzling fucker last night, I thought. We, uh, you know, Hayden McLean, <laughs> gosh, he was good. I loved him last night. Uh, I thought Tommy McCartan. Uh, Trevor Golden, I think his name is. <laughs> Some young buck rising in the ranks. He looked pretty good. But fucking Carlton. Ah, oh, boys, what are we going to do for the next six months? <laughs> Shit. 
a good, <laughs> it's a good question. Very good. And scroll down to Harry Harvey. She's down a fair oh, way. has. Big Harry Harvey. Uh, might have to find a better way to do this next year, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Harry Harvey. One last visceral minute. Ah, boys, g'day and g'day to the faithful. Our game was sort of the story of our year, I feel, just leaving it late. The misses, the misses at goals, my word. I was pulling my hair out. But McLean, oh boy, he is my new man. I love him so. The 12 clunks, he was just sensational and golden. <laughs> He's the smartest footballer in the league, I reckon. He's just incredible. So, yeah, half glass full, whatever the saying is. But, uh, yeah, I think we're doing all right. We're okay. The last time we had a uh, nail-biting final loss in 2021, we came back pretty hungry and had a pretty good run that year and towards September as well. So we're looking up. Thanks for another great year, boys. Love riding all the bumps from red and white with you and the faithful. Up the potty and up the bloods. Cheers, boys. Very, Very good. good. H. Great stuff, H. And then you can take your pick of the next few. Oh, can I? Yeah. Well, thank you. I don't know if there are many other ones. There were heaps, but you just keep going the wrong way on your phone. Yeah, right. But that's all right. Yeah, right. <laughs> ah, Andrew Sargent. Well, Dave's Mads and the Swans faithful, it's an unfortunate end to our season, but look, as you said in the uh, podcast last week, we had nothing to lose. It was an incredible resurrection from the boys from, what, 15th to top eight. It was a great effort by the boys. Um, inaccuracy cost us in the end and not playing full quarter footy, which is a problem recurring throughout the year. <laughs> the quick speed oh up. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, and that's something that we look at throughout the off-season, but faithful make sure to stick fat throughout the off-season. Uh, we'll be back and better than ever with all the cavalry next year. Hopefully get a good trade period in. Just the main message is stick fat, and we'll be back probably better than ever. Just remember, for next year, our best is the bloody best in the comp. Come on, the Swannies up the potty. Yeah, I'm so, sorry for absolutely butchering, butchering. that, Andy. So and sorry. Maybe play uh, RPs. He's been a big contributor this oh, year. Oh, we love Ryan Petrusevics. Petrusevics? Petrusevics. G'day, boys. Uh, Ryan from West Highmoss here. I'll be pretty quick with my one. Um, firstly, thanks for the fantastic year from you two. And the True Bloods, obviously. Um, it's been a ripper year. Very entertaining on a Wednesday morning. Um, listen to the potty. But anyway, back to the game. Why was Amadi off? Why the fuck was he off? We, he would have taken at least one mark when we were bowing it back in the fucking Ford 50 numerous times. And he was on the bench. Like, Robbie Fox did all right, but... What the... I've clearly lost for words. Anyway... <laughs> Um, yeah, thanks, boys, for a killer year. Um, sad to end it like that, but still, thank you. Um, until next year, I guess. Ryan from West Highmore signing out. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. You've been phenomenal. That is something we didn't touch on. That was probably the wrong sub. Yeah, should have been who? Oh, it's probably Logan. Maybe. maybe Logan impacted for five Lo- minutes, man. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Five minutes of 120, not quite getting it done. Yeah, not quite getting and it done. And then come up to Ness. 
See us out for the year. See us out for the year, Vanessa. Let's, uh, now I haven't listened to this This one. This is good. Here we go. Oh, true bloods. Mads, Deeb's long-suffering faithful. What about that guttural, wounded, almost animalistic Carlton crowd? It felt like we had no voice. They just willed the wind, horrifying sounds. It was horrible. So hashtag we go again, again. What a bunch we are. It's been so great having the potty as none of the media ever talks about us. I feel like I know all these people. We've got your Cyril Islets, as in pilot, your Toby <laughs> T from Castle, some castle in Crag, the vegan swan, the bearded swan, the ever-reliable Saundo and the good old Petrosevic brothers. Daniel Saunders with his fantastic acoustics, Scalesy, Georgie Molnar, Dan from Scotland, and has anyone checked on Louise from Canberra? God, I hope she's made it home. Thanks for a great year and, you know, up the potty. Very good. Yeah, very, very good, good stuff. Very good stuff. Sorry, Andrew Sargent, I, I apologise for, for butchering that. So we do the social seg last. We sort of swap it around. So... Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I've uh, I've absolutely cooked that, and I'll find a way to make it up to you. All good, mate. It's um yeah, big big year on the socials. The they've gone pretty bonkers. They uh, have the, gone the followers bonkers. have grown a lot, and that just helps the trajectory of the show. And we see the you guys engaging online is what drives the show a lot as well. So we we thoroughly appreciate. Um, all the contributions from the faithful. Oh, yeah, we do. We do. It makes it what it is, as we've said a number of times. Uh, but, look, we'll be back with uh, the player ratings. Debs, I was having a chat to Timothy Mann at Ray White Barossa Valley. Yes. You know what he said to me? What did Very he say? Very knowledgeable man, Tim. He is. He let me know that the median listing price for houses is $485,000 in that area. Now, Debs, with rates going up, that sounds pretty bloody affordable to me. Very affordable. Now, if you are uh, perhaps looking at uh, at selling, buying, investing, whatever, um, give Timothy Mann a call on 0497 229 387 or shoot him an email at timothy.mann, double N, at raywhite.com. He is your man in the know for anything property related in the Barossa Valley, South Australia and beyond. Welcome back to True Bloods. Image Online in Abbotsford. How good. What a good year it's been in Image Online. Great year at Image Online. Thank you very much to Dale and the team here for making it all possible. And I'll tell you what. Thank you to all our sponsors. Throughout the year. I think that's it's such an important thing. We don't want to sort of do paid content or anything like that. We, we don't really believe in that. Um, but... It is. It is so helpful. It's. It's sort of like a. It's a bit of a symbiotic relation relationship. It's every every sort of dollar we get from sponsors jumping on, and most of the sponsors, are, you know, by and large, are, are the faithful people yeah. who people who love the pod, who have businesses, who just want to chuck a couple of bucks our way, and then that that helps us develop things. It helps us, you know, put out merch. It helps everything like that. It helps us. You know, sort of put on beers, things like that. It's just, it's great. It's it's a really, really cool little community um, of of people helping each other. It's been phenomenal. So thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's just building and and gaining 
momentum sort of we saw it you know on the weekend even the For amount sure. of people that we had walking down swan street chanting and all together like there, there was i couldn't believe it there was probably 80 odd people like oh, I, dude, there was way more. Yeah, it was bizarre. Dude, there was way more. Coming down it, Swan Street. It, it, it was, was it, the. It was at least sort of, I'm going to say almost probably 80 metres long. Yeah. It's crazy. Like it was crazy. It's hard. I'll tell you one thing, though, Mads. It's hard to keep a chant in rhythm. <laughs> When, you when it's that. 80 people deep and it goes back 80 metres. It's <laughs> but it was good hearing some of them start at the at the back and yeah. young young Nate started a couple, which he was bloody thrilled with. It was yeah. it was cool. It, it was, was cool. It was really cool. Yeah, they're, they're the moments that yeah make it all really cool. And especially some of the messages that we get on, on yeah. Facebook and Instagram, that they mean the world to Mads and I and it, it makes doing this so good. It, it does, totally. Like people totally. like say, oh, I'm sitting there waiting on my Wednesday for the potty to come out. Yeah. It's like, it, it's it's so good in life to have things to look forward to. And if we're that little piece on a Wednesday morning, you know, like we'll, we'll be there as long as everyone's sort of getting a kick out of it. For sure, man. And and these are the things, we, we do this because this is what we lacked as supporters. Yeah. You know, we, we didn't have anything like this. We didn't have like-minded people that, that wanted the same stuff talked about, uh, wanted, wanted to sort of air their thoughts. You know, we, we just didn't have an outlet for that. So I'm glad we've been able to provide that for, for you guys. And also, I mean, the thing that I love the most is I've come down from Brisbane, you know, I'm here by myself, Self. blah, blah. Straight yeah. to the union, you're amongst friends immediately, you know. It's not – it would have been so – and I know we lived it. It's it's hard. You don't, Sometimes you just don't have anyone to go, go with. with. Yeah. No, Sucks. Now, the coolest thing, the coolest thing that happened on Friday night was after we'd sort of broken off, we're walking down to the MCG oh, and yeah. work, working, walking with Georgie Molnar, yeah. who the faithful would know from his voice notes. Now, Georgie boy, I don't know what his plan was, yeah. but I said, Georgie, where are you sitting? He said, Mads, I don't have a ticket. I said, Georgie, we're walking to the MCG currently, son. He's like, yeah, I know, I didn't get a ticket. I said, mate, what, what are you doing? Where are you going? He's like, oh, I'll just have to go somewhere and watch it. I said... I said, fuck, mate, just obviously message us during the week, week. Yeah. with people, so many people coming through, like, wanting to give away tickets, and we do, we post it, yeah. obviously get in touch with us, uh, and in future, I mean, it, people did, and we, we were able to hook some people up. Yeah. Although the guys who gave well, Georgie- Hold on, hold yeah, on, I want to get yeah. there. Um, and then I turn around just jokingly, jokingly, I was- has anyone got a spare ticket? And the guys directly behind me, I don't know their names, maybe you do, but directly behind me go, yep, got a spare ticket. <laughs> Everyone around us started bloody cheering because it was just absolutely berserk that at a sold-out final of 92,000 people to turn around and say, 
has anyone got a spare ticket? Yeah. And their bloody is right behind you. And it was a free ticket. Yeah. So they a big Unbelievable. Sh- I'm pretty sure it was Ryan and Cameron who were absolute legends down from Sydney. Mm-hmm. And I had a good time with them afterwards as well. We tipped up and had a few beers yeah, and sherbets. But, yeah, to hook Georgie up with a with a free ticket, that's what the blood spirit is all about. Yeah, that's and culture. And that, it, it, it's sensational. So hats off to you two boys and awesome to meet you on the weekend as well. Yeah, very, very good stuff. They were, they were thrilled to do it. And that's what I thought. I said, fuck, I love this club. Yeah. Fucking love this club. How good. So good. Um, now, now, Dave, I've put in some work. Put in some work. It's good to see. Done a little bit of a, uh, a, I've put up a document. I've gone down the list of our players in alphabetical order, Deeble. Alphabetical, interesting. In alphabetical order, not by number, alphabetical. Yep. The alphabet is there for a reason. Yes. And we're gonna we're gonna go with it. And not that you know, sort of these days, you know. People at junior level don't like being rated or singled out, but we're going to do just that. That's it. We're going to give everyone a number between one and ten. One and ten. Now, I want to make it clear about this this number before it causes any sort of conjecture. This this number out of one and ten, this is not ten being the best player in the comp or one being the worst player in the comp. I'm seeing this one to ten expectation. As, well, not not even expectation. Just the impact they had on our year, yeah, and the success that was born out of what they did. Yep. That's that's more. It's not about it's not about how good they are or skillful they are. It's just how how have you impacted the the year twenty twenty three? How have they the played their role? Yeah. In of of the twenty twenty three Sydney Swans, yeah, that's how I've seen it. Sure, Joel Amati, Joel Amati, been pretty good. Very unfortunate for a, a big tall to go down with injury like he did. He must have missed best part of six weeks with that hamstring tendon. Very much so. Played played fifteen games. Okay. Played 15 games out of a possible, what, 24? And would have nearly kicked 20-odd goals? I've actually got the stats here for you. He has kicked 20 goals. 20 goals. Bang on. He kicked four goals three times. Yeah. So that just that just indicates that he is hit and miss. And this, he's and, either starring or, yeah. you know, a non-factor. Yeah. yeah. So out of 10... I'm probably giving Joel Armadi a, a six, six or a seven. I gave him a seven. Yeah. I gave him a hard seven. Yeah. Because there, and if you think back to the games that he was particularly Good. impactful, it was often in the first half critical to success. Yeah. And so he just needs to string some of those performances. That's why you didn't want to go higher than a seven because you're right. He was inconsistent. He did go missing. And he did did get injured. Now, yeah. obviously, not his fault. But in terms of the impact to our season, I, I thought seven is reasonable. Yeah. Um, considering that he he was an absolute star in some games, I have no doubt that I think he'll get at least three votes once. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, around the mark. Yep, around the mark. Nick Blakey. It's pretty close to a 
It's probably a nine. Now, he's played 24 games. He was selected in the All-Australian squad. Yes. I've given him a 10. 10, yeah. I've given him a 10. Yeah. Because he was critical to our success. And when he played well, we all played well. Picked up a lot of the slack that we had in that first half of the year with a lot of tools. Yeah, it's a nine. Nine for me. He was not once a passenger. Yeah. That's Great why, that's why I'm saying 10, because yep. he, it was never like, fuck, he didn't do much, you know? Yep, love it. Yep. Great, um, great year from the Lears. Buller, hard to... Limited limited output. Yeah, it's uh, potential. Yeah, He's, potential. Uh, I think he may play some footy next year when... Uh, I think we may be trying to work out that best forward combination. Yeah, for sure. I, I didn't, uh, I think he might I didn't get a give look. him a rating because yeah. he really Played didn't. one game. Yeah, played one Not game. Not really. Yep. Yeah. Brayden Campbell. Interesting one. Probably, once again, a, a six or a seven. I'll put him in the in the Joel Armati, but maybe it's a hard – it's a seven for me. If Joel's a six, he's a seven. See, I actually gave him an 8.2. 8.2, getting 8. technical. 2 because – same same thing, never a passenger. Yeah. Always and played twenty three games. Yeah. So he was he was constantly there and I think he really when he picked up his game, that was when we went on our run as well. Yeah. So he was part of that. Now, maybe it's a little bit high, but I just thought most things he did were class. Yeah. I think he just tailed off a little bit towards yeah, the end maybe, of the season. Maybe a little bit. And this is uh probably Errol having the extra 10 to 15 games over Braden. For sure. That's where he's sort of strengthened, you know, coming into this final part of the yep. season. Braden tailed, tailing off a little bit, but, you yep. know, playing a good elimination final, it's a seven for me. Ryan Clark. <sighs> probably going backwards on last year. It's, I think it, so it, too. It's probably a four. Yep. I said five. Yeah. I thought, and it's tough when you're a sub so often. Yeah. Really tough. 16 games. Yeah. I, I don't think he was used. I don't think in terms of the role he had last year, for some reason, they really flipped the script on, on what they wanted him to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's and that's not necessarily his fault as well. I wouldn't well. say, I was about to say, it's not all he's doing. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's purely not. As I said, this isn't based on, you know, skill level or, you know, uh, profile, anything like that. Yeah. It's just he wasn't given, wasn't really given the opportunities that he was last year. As we've said, if he doesn't have a role, there's people that you pick ahead of him. I think so. Yeah, so I gave him a five. Yeah, four, four for yep. mine, and think he he probably didn't command his spot in the VFL like he has when playing VFL sure. games. Yeah, when he's lit it up in the VFL, lit it up in the VFL yep. like he has in past. Undeniably, yeah. Harry Cunningham, pretty, pretty consistent. It's a, it's an eight. It's a it's a hard eight for it's mine. Hard eight. Hard eight for mine. He's he's played twenty four games for mine, Deeble. For yours. Rejuvenated his career. He did. He as was a lockdown defender. Last year he was pushing for selection, sorta. Of. He was gonna be the man who may make his way out of that back line. But yeah, turned it around, played some phenomenal roles, hard eight. Yep, hard eight. Oliver Florent. Ollie. Tough one. It is. We touched on it in the first seg. It's it's probably a six and a half, I think, to what he can, to what he can produce, to what he has. 
there, there's room for improvement. I've given him a 6.7. <laughs> Jeez, we're pretty good. 6.7. Yeah. Um, just based on the fact that there – and there were periods as well. Patches of brilliance. Yeah. Patches of brilliance. I just think he – I feel like there's not that killer instinct in him a little bit. And I just yeah I want to see I want to see him be a little bit more tougher and want to see him. I just think he goes missing a little bit too often. Yeah, take the game by the balls a little bit yeah, more often. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, Robbie Fox. Uh coming down off an absolute high. Yep. In that grand final, taking care of Jeremy Cameron. To being dropped and used as a sub a couple of times, I think it's a six as well. Yep, I've said six point four. Yeah, <laughs> it's a six. Yeah, mm. it's uh, Foxy will would have to. He's got sort of a bit of pressure from Malikin these days. You know, I think he Malikin's done a pretty good job with the opportunities he's been given. Yep, and he's just that sort of in between size, which is always funny. Well, yeah. I mean, this is the thing because you're not always going to have a brilliant matchup as well. I, I just think for his age, he does phenomenally well. He does, yeah, phenomenally. What well. is he? Thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. But going well, body's good. So no, I, he goes around. Solid again. contributor. He goes around again. Another interesting one, Aaron Francis. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, the perfect. Top up player, you need Aaron Francis's on your list. You, you need you, this is depth deeps. Yeah, this is so, something we've been screaming out yeah. for. And he's he got, played fifteen games. Yep. So I thought he worked into the season really well. Yeah. There were games that he his intercept marking. I mean, that's what we lost. And and in lieu of Paddy, I thought he he provided that at points. Yeah. He was thrown forward a couple of times. Kicked a couple of goals. Looked lost a little bit of the time. Yeah. So oh, it's a hard. One. It's a hard one. What? Are, I'll, I'll, I'm swinging between a, a six and a seven. It's a six point five for mine, Gable. <laughs> six point five. They're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. because yeah, you at the a, end of the day, you, you played a role. See, the, slotted in. This is nicely. where I think expectation is sort of a a good way to call this as yep. well. Because that, like, that's what you expect well, yeah, out of Francis. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know? absolutely. Anyway, you don't expect him yeah. to be a 10. Yeah. Lance Franklin. The bud. Battled at times. Went missing more than he ever had in his career. But still kicked a couple of bags. I'll say what I said here. <laughs> yeah. 13 games. Patches of the old buddy. Yeah. But few and far between. Few and far between. It, it's a five. I said a six. Yeah, it's a, it's a five on what he's capable of, but you know. Well, he's not. He, well, this is the thing. He's not capable he's of it anymore. Yeah. yeah, but yes, five for mine. Cool. Will Gould, four games. Four games. Yeah, it's a it's a three. It's a three. I've got a three <laughs> right a, here, Devil. It's a three. I think as soon as we saw him at the level, he, the story of Will Gould is a phenomenal one. You have to cult look, figure. Yeah, cult <laughs> figure. It's just when you're not played for four years on a list, there's got to be a reason why. And I think we saw it. It was pace. 
doesn't have pace, doesn't have closing yeah, he's, speed. He's simply not fast enough. Fast enough, but mate, he watching a lot more VFL than I ever did, and especially in live in games, he has some skill. He can kick the footy, he can read the footy, he can do a lot of things really well, Will Gould, but I think he was just exposed at the top level. Yep. I agree. And, and probably not given it, you know, enough of a crack either. You know, That's people right. f- start to find their level, but yeah. Um, okay. Errol Goulden. Do we need a no, bother? No, it's, it's a 10. Do we need a bother? <laughs> nah. All Australian wingmen came into his own. Best left foot in the league. Yep. Played 24 games. So good. Consistent. Never tailed off. Got tagged once this year and, you know, battled that off after half time. Indubitably. Um, Phenomenal season. I, uh, I one of one of the great seasons uh, that you you can look back on. You know when you're having a few beers with your mates and it's four a.m. You've played a little bit of who wears who wore, and then you <laughs> then you chuck on some some Errol Golden All Australian twenty twenty three highlights For and, sure. and you're watching Marvel at that. Yeah. Wilma. Will Haywood. It, it's funny. I think I compare it. I think you compare the Doozy Boys, and I think he hasn't gone as well as Ollie. So that's right. So it's a five. Yeah, I've said five point eight. Yeah, because there's been times when he's bobbed up. Yeah, yeah. Just no coming off a, a great phenomenal season, season. phenomenal season last year hasn't been quite hasn't quite been able to do the same this year. I hope he rebounds next year because he he changes a lot. A, a firing Wilbur, huge, changes huge, that forward huge, line man because th- that that is true Hydra. That is true when he's firing. It is true Hydra on Hay- all cylinders. Haywood, Heaney, yeah, McLean, Logan, Logan Amadi, Papley, Papley, Wicks. That's damaging forward. Damaging. Line. Never been able to put it together all together yet, but that'll come. Isaac Heaney. It's a, it's a seven. It's seven point one. It's a seven. Seven point one. Yeah, we know our footy team, mate. Yeah, we do, um, and that's because he has been in a lot of cases, and I've I'm guilty of this too. I was looking over his stats. He's been unfairly maligned. Yeah. In a lot of in a lot of cases. Yeah. You just you look at that game against Carlton at the SCG. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. It's um gets held to a really Just, high standard. Yeah, de- definitely. He was part of the run too. He put together some phenomenal footy, big patch of sort of six, seven games. Uh, but yeah, seven for Haynes. 23 games yep. Haynes played. And they, See, to, to get the body right too, that's a big plus for Haynes. Big time. And, and for all the injuries that we had, a lot of guys played the whole season. For sure. So it's really good to see. Uh, Tom Hickey played, did not play. Many games. He played 12. Yeah. I think when he was out there, he's pretty good. Yeah, he pretty, was, mate. Pretty quiet games. Uh, a couple of quiet ones, but I think it's an eight. I think, by, well, I said 7.5. Yeah, it's... Um, because fundamentally, Debs, when he's there, we are a significantly better, better side. side. Uh, I agree. It's an eight. Hick, we'll, uh, we'll bloody miss him, won't we? We'll miss him so much. We love him. We love We him. love Tom Hickey. Yeah. Uh, as I said, he was always a blood. Just yep. just took him a while to get there, Deeps. For sure. Yeah, Hick was huge, and yeah, we wish him the best. Um, Laddams, do we... 
Hard to rate. What did yeah. he play a few games early? He's in the he's in yeah the Gould category. Yep. because it's just not a sample size. Yep. Uh, Jake Lloyd. Lloyd. It's a, it's a nine. It's a nine. It's uh, consistent as ever. The distributor, the general of that back line nearly now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. Lachlan McAndrew. Played the, what, the one game or two? He played Carlton and North Melbourne. He was showed a bit in those played games, two. I thought. Played two. Yeah. Yep, showed a bit. North Melbourne and Carlton. Not, we saw both the, those games not live. Not the sample size. but No. Nah. Yep. Looking forward to what he Looking can do. Looking forward to stretch. I mean, again, yep. depth. Yep. Phenomenal. Required. Paddy McCartan, the biggest sadly of all oh, time. Mate. Just that's things that kill you. Oh, things that just kill you. Tom McCartan going uh Paddy McCartan going Paddy, down. Paddy McCartan played four games. Um very sad stuff. Yeah, and and hardly missed, like hurt us missing him. Oh, just man. so important to what we did last year. The intercept player, man, we're we're still probably one short on them. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um but I mean, fundamentally, same thing as Hickey always was meant to be there. Just, yep. you know, by virtue of life, took a while to get there. But I, I wish he was, you know, I wish he had five, six more years at our club. But unfortunately, not meant to be. Yeah. We love you, Pat. Uh, but yeah, so hard to hard to rate that. Tom McCartan, hard ten for mine. For yours, uh, I don't. I think it's a. It's not a hard 10. I think he still show, showed some vulnerability. Got torn up a couple of times, as you're always going to see He's when you're vulnerable, playing. vulnerable, but the, I think... We've, you're going to see that, playing we, on the on the best forwards in the that, game. That's why I rated him a 10. It's because eight, yeah. they are, you are going to get held. You, you're going to get bags kicked on you. Yep. That's just a fact yeah, of life. I, right? I agree. But the, the fact of the matter is, with no paddy, Tom becomes... That much more critical. Yeah, that's a and, good point. And without Tom, we're screwed. Yeah. Screwed. Yeah, and we saw it for a big patch as well when Tom went down. How many games did he miss? So, Tom eight. McCartan. You must have missed seven or eight games, man. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. You're very good at that, Dave. Yeah. it's he. I'm leaving room for improvement. Eight and a half. If he plays like he did in the elimination final, it's a hard 10. It's an Errol Goulden season, but it's an eight and a half. Now, that is probably the furthest we've been away from each other. It has. Yeah. Um, But on importance to the team, 10. Yeah. Like, output for the the season, eight and a half. Logan McDonald. (sighs) Interesting case, Madison Clark. Logan McDonald. Output down. Hasn't been able to put it together. I think it's a six. I've said seven. Yeah, I'm going going six. It's just untapped, untapped. Shows pieces of brilliance, like the the running goals from outside fifty. This like is, this is why I ground I've said level seven because the, some of the 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 points are brilliant. Yeah, it's just two. Few and far between. Yeah, just get a bit quiet at times and just needs to find a way to inject himself into the contest. Yep, yep. Six. Agreed. Six yep. for you. Uh, Justin McInerney, another interesting one. Pretty good. A couple of down games. Missed, missed two. Missed two no, games. more than that. Oh, sorry. I'm looking, the at last Hayden, four. looking at Hayden McLean. Missed the last four. Uh, he is a seven. He's a seven for mine, David. Yes. Yeah, but it got, had some really good form post soft drop and then did the calf 
the soft drop did him wonders, didn't wonders. it? Wonders. And was quiet for two or three weeks before that. And But he was probably too quiet on the weekend, and, and that was that yeah, was but an issue. It stood up in the last quarter. I think yeah, he had seven but, or eight. But, but the, you know. You know, that's what happens when you're coming off a month. I know it's no yeah, excuse, yeah, it hurts, but it hurts. that's what it takes a while to get into the game. It hurts. But yeah, seven. Dos. The Stridge. What do you play? Twenty three games or yeah. something? No, he missed yeah, he missed two. So good, man. He's a nine. Ten for mine. Yeah. Because and and I say that when Hickey was out. Yeah. Again. Oh, I think that again, moves me. Nine and a half. Screwed. Yeah. Screwed Huge DOS. Yeah. And yeah, that it, the more you talk about the DOS, the more you're happy he's locked away for four years. hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. Really good. Great season, DOS. Yeah, I'm glad. And, and a player that you know, has where am I going with this? He, he's he's twenty three <laughs> or twenty four, right? It's like yeah. you would hope for a, a little bit more consistency than what he's shown in the previous years, but I yeah. think he found that this year. Now, now Lewis Malikin, yeah, didn't play until round eleven, and then so he didn't play that many games. Five, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Played eight games. When given the opportunity. Took it. Took it. Took it. Great. Took uh, it. It was pretty good on the weekend. Lacked a bit of class by foot, but yeah, it's opportunity. It's a seven or an eight, isn't it? I said seven. Yeah. I think Just seven. Just because it's Playing hard when you well, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, as, as you said about McInerney. How many to go? Oh, one, oh, a few. Do you want to break it up into two parts? Yeah, why don't we do yeah, that? I reckon, because you've gone 29 minutes now. Yeah, we'll break it we up, do that? Yeah. and we'll uh, hear from the sponsors, and we'll be back. Now, Deeble, you'd be very much into your sort of natural supplements and alternative medicines, wouldn't you? Absolutely, I am, Matt. Well, then you need to get on Shroomly, Deeble, because they make the purest, most potent functional mushroom extract powders, proven to improve your health, well-being, and lifestyle when consumed daily. Tell me about the lion's mane powder. Oh, Deeble, the lion's mane powder. Now, you'll you'll love this. You specifically, Deeble. Lion's mane can improve cognitive function, including memory and mental clarity, whilst also aiding digestion, Deeble. Mate, that sounds like the perfect thing for what I need. And the best thing is, Mads, you use True Bloods at checkout to receive 25% off, spend over $80, and you get free shipping as well. I'll tell you what, it's it's basically free. Welcome back to True Bloods. And now, Matt, you've got to jump on that shroomly. Oh. True oh, Bloods oh. at checkout, 25% off. Mate, you got Beck. <laughs> she's a vegan. She'll be, oh, natural, natural supplement. I don't believe Get that into me. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if she's vegan anymore. She chops and changes. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that's fine. Uh, no, no, the shroomly, interesting concept, isn't it? It is. It's great. We love the shroomly. Right. Now, uh, Braden Maynard is free to play. Yeah, interesting. Um, public service announcement. You you will already know this by the time this airs, but he is free to play. Interesting. Who cares? Doesn't involve us. Doesn't doesn't bother me either way, <laughs> Deeble. Let's go. Uh, now we're up to the Rolls Royce. Callum Mills. Callum Mills battled at times. It's a six. It's a six point nine for mine. Yeah, 
Started to come good. That's that's why. That's why I gave him the point nine. Yeah, to six. Just room for improvement. Need more out of Callum Mills well, if we're do. gonna if we're gonna challenge. I feel like his role was a bit different. Got thrown around a little bit too. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. played some time. Played spent not some time on own, the wing. You know, not to uh, his own doing. But yeah, Mills is one who can go to a new level next year. Tom Papley. The Papa, the Paps. <laughs> the Paps, yeah. The Papa. Uh, to seven. It's an eight for mine. Yeah, I thought I could be lent to an eight too. And I'll, le- I'll allow me to lean you. Yes. The CBAs. Yeah. It's just the CBAs. CB- because Deeps- it's, it's the CBAs, boys. Because <laughs> <laughs> Debs, whenever, when, whenever we needed a clearance, and yeah. trust me, there were times that we needed a clearance, table. He was there. Yeah. He, he was always there for Injects us. himself into the game, reads it really well in there. And just the celebrations, yeah, Debs. Yeah, I'm seven and a half. I'll, put I'll you come down, up to a I'll seven and a half. I'll put you down as an eight. There we go. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Luke Parker. Lukey Parker. Put together some of the most sensational footy for a patch there. He was the top-rated midfielder for six weeks. It's an eight and a half. See, it's a nine for my Yeah, nine. Mate. I'm there. Because... Just because he, as you said, there's something you said a couple of weeks ago that really resonated with me. Yeah. And he has had us on his back for the better part of a decade. Yeah. And he continues to do that. He's unrelenting. I think it's closer to 15 years now. When did he start? 2012. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, he was so, phenomenal for that patch. And I think he just ran out of tickets this year and not being able to see if we had everything going our way, won a few more games, that type of thing, Lukey Barker doesn't play round 24. You get him right before finals. He had three weeks off and he's, right. he's ready to go. Yeah. These are the things that have to go right yeah. for you to win a flag. And yeah. I think he's still got some, you know, some petrol in the engine. I don't believe he was at the club 15 years ago. Look, It's closer to 15 is what I said than 10. Yeah, right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We have different maths yeah. ideas, I think. That's right. Um, now, Dane Rampy. Ramps. Interesting one, Debs. Interesting one. It is injured for parts of the season. That's right. How many games? 14? Would be my guess. 14, yeah. 15. Missed a few. Uh, missed a few. Missed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine of 24 yeah. would give you 15. That's right, Debel. Uh, ramps. Very, probably the, the toughest one I'm coming up. I don't feel like it's been his best season ever. Mm-hmm. So six and a half, seven. Yeah, I said 7.7. Now, the reason for that is I think he was, even when he was down, he sort of had a bit more of a Jake Lloyd year, right? Yeah. Where he does does the job, but it's not... It's not flashy. Recognised. It's not recognisable. Yeah. It's not in your face. But he was, for when he was on the ground, he was very, very consistent. Yeah, he's pretty important to us. Yes. Yeah, seven. Seven. Uh, Matty Roberts. Matty and we Roberts. had the joy of meeting young Matty Roberts in the room. We did. We did. Uh, what he played? Two games? So I stopped doing the games as I got down the list. <laughs> didn't play too many hard. He, he must have played he, he was, two. He was a shocking run of injury. Maybe played at the start of the year two. Yeah, I I'm think. having a look yeah. here. He played one, two, three, four, five, five six, six games. Six games. 
Oh, Something to work with, Matty Roberts. Oh, I think great depth. I said yeah. five point nine uh, yeah, because six. the games that he did, it, it was tackling machine. Yep. Um, Happy with that. Very six. Good. Very good. Uh, James Rowbottom. Rowie. Fuck nine. Think, uh, well, I said hard ten. Yeah, it's critical. A, it's hard ten. Crit- critical, mate, because he and and the media actually recognised it as well. Yeah. Because again, I look at it. Where are we without him? Yeah, workhorse, man. We don't have any inside mids. Yeah. We don't have any. Yeah, 10. Except Rowie. Rowie. Loved it. Tackling machine. Got the all-time record for the Swannies now. Tackles in a season. Uh, Got a few things going on with his rig too, I reckon. A bit sore. Yeah, probably headed for for some sort of operation. I would have thought so. So, Um, Now, Mark Sheather, I'd say... Obviously, you can't really development rate him, player. Yeah, development no, made it, but, him. but looked looked okay. Yeah, surprise surprise inclusion. Yeah. GWS, I remember. Yep, the riser there. That was interesting. Interesting one coming up next. Angus Sheldrick. <sighs> I think we saw what he can do. That that game against Brisbane. That's right. At the Gabba. Yeah, it's. Unfortunate time to get injured. If he kept fit, I think that changes our midfield dynamic a lot. Yeah. Played it's, seven games. Yeah. Kicked three goals. Seven. Yeah, seven. Yeah. I said seven. Yeah. Uh, now we've got Dylan Stevens. Yep. I think we may have seen him the last time in red and white. Which is sad for it mine. It is. He's a bit of a crowd favourite here and... You know, knowing Rob a little bit as well, he's sort of got amongst us and supported us. It's it's disappointing. But, yeah, the, the output hasn't been there, whether that's through his own doings or the opportunities that he's given as well. I think it's a little bit of both. It's it's a five or a four, maybe a four, I think. Yeah, I said, I said six because, I, and I mean, this is a bit biased. <laughs> I think so. I, I, I think that he... He had a crack, and he's just not there yet. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, anyway, you slice it. I think he he's better off career-wise trying another club. I think so. I, yep. I don't want him to, but no. uh, but for, for his career, he yep. would be better off doing that. Yep. Uh, Chadwick. Chad Warner. It's, it's an eight for mine. Yeah, it's a 7.8 for mine. Yeah. Just kills me when he gets caught holding the ball. And I know you I know you don't mind it. Just just kills me. That's why yeah. I knocked off the point too. I said, "Chad, have a Chad just 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 bit of awareness, son, because you just you're making me throw things." Oh, the point too. That's funny stuff. Uh yeah, I think he was held pretty similar to uh who can I compare him to? How he's just held to that high level because he had such a ripping season last that, that's, year. That's right, and and Chad Warner will be a, hopefully a, a lifetime blood. Yeah, um, and him being a lifetime blood hinges on his very talented brother getting a goddamn game. Yes, because I have Corey Warner at a six point eight through limited opportunities. Well, I think with young Dylan making way that. He's of the the same ilk of player, yep. and and plays the same type of position as Corey. So I think we'll be seeing a lot more of Corey next year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, Sam Wicks, nine. What did he play? Seventeen, eighteen games. A uh, couple through suspension, he would have missed. Testing me there. He played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games. 
Only 11. Only 11. Wixie. Oh, was did he not play the, the star? star? He was injured. Jeez, that's oh, the first wait, one I've got injured? wrong. Maybe he just wasn't in the side. So, he definitely played some twos games. Yeah. I, I th- it's, a, it's a seven or an eight for what he did in the back end of the season with the pressure. Yep. Uh, 8.4 for mine. Yeah, it's an eight for me. Yeah. Yep. Um, which I thought, again, you just... When we talk about pressure forwards, I, I hark back to Ben Ronk yep. and what we wanted out of Ben Ronk. Yep. And Sam Wicks offers that. Does. I, I wish he had made the most of some opportunity. I wish he snapped that goal on the My weekend. My God. You know, he had someone out the front of that contest yeah, too. Know, yeah, and he got a mouthful. He got a mouthful. That wraps it up. The turns and roundabouts. Oh, mate. We've ridden them all year. Oh, mate. It's it's funny. You bring up like Sam Wicks and you're thinking about the one mistake he made yeah, during the game. The it's like, all, Versus out. all the um, great stuff. And and shout out to the boys. What, what a to, – to be 15th on the ladder after we lost to Richmond, <coughs> I called it, by the way, uh, to go on a run like that yeah. is – you know, it it absolutely typifies Blood's culture. Yeah. To dust yourself off and say, hey, this isn't how this season's ending. We are going to give it a genuine go. Yeah. And they did. They did. They gave it a crack. They didn't leave it a stone unturned. They found a way to get it done. Simply must keep winning games. They simply won games. By, you know, a little bit of luck here and there, but you, you need that in a season. And ultimately, we just probably left it a, a little too late to get everything together and going in the right direction. That's right. As hard as it needed to be. That's right. Uh, but I think it's nothing but positive views on what's going on. Absolutely. And and you don't hear anybody talking about oh the teams who get belted in the grand final don't make fun. well yeah. where are, where are you because yeah. we made it we made it yeah I don't care how we made it I don't care if there's score of you I don't care if there's an interchange infringement look at the facts look at the facts yeah. we made the finals for sure mate so it's it's I feel very proud and I feel extremely hopeful and confident. That next year, it's it's just up from here. Uh, for mine, Debel. For yours, mate. We've got a six-year premiership window. Yeah, it, it's going to be open for a long time. And it's about while we've still got these senior guys in, you know, Mills, Parker, the the ilk of those guys. He's putting it all together. Hey, they're seniors them. and they're not even that I old. know. I know. With a, a slight look to, to next year, we've got to improve our list. We do. And we saw it last year that we we didn't with recruits, and we probably haven't like we normally have for the last ten years. And there's reasons for that, but we we haven't bought a lot of players in and been able to, you know, get turn them into to role players and you know provide get more out of them. But as you say, in lieu of that we have locked away most of our talent. Yeah, and that's the reason for last year. And there is no doubt that we will be making plays for players. We need an inside mid, a ruckman, and a key defender. Now, do we get all of these in the off-season? 
Probably not. No. Or probably not the caliber of the guys that we're going after. Yeah. Well, one is a minimum. One is an absolute for, – for the off-season to be a pass mark, one. we need one. Yeah. I believe we will get Brody Grundy. So do I. I strongly believe we will get Brody Grundy. Yeah. And that would be a phenomenal start. Yeah. Because this is – He's going to give us three good years. Uh, how old is he? 30. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you, we need it straight away. Yeah, it's like yeah, you don't. You we cannot wait on a ruckman. We would. Be I would paying, rather a ruckman than a than a key defender right now. Yeah, and we're going to be picking up at least seven seven hundred of, of that for sure. So it'd be interesting well, to see. We how, have to trade, don't we? There has to be a trade. Now the Grundy deal is very interesting. There's still. The season of 2024 of Collingwood's money, which I understand is about 300000 So he's got to get a million. Yeah. Get paid a million. That was his contract, right? So next year, there will be three hundred coming from uh, Collingwood. Mm-hmm. There will be our, our game plan, I think, going into it, will be to get uh, Melbourne to pl- pay some of his contract. Mm-hmm. I reckon that might be... 300 over two years, yep. taking 150 off, and we're going to be paying him seven 800. Yeah. I think that's the way that the deal gets done for a, for a, a second rounder or so. A second rounder? I think so. Second or third rounder. 30-year-old Ruckman. It's a lot. That hasn't played a lot this year. It's a lot, but it's what we need. Yeah. You've got to pay overs to get these guys in. And no, they, yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know if his second rounder's overs, to be honest. Yeah, you just don't... He's just hasn't been able to. It's well, probably it's, since he's played his best footy. It's three years now. Well, yeah, so. it's it's the body of work. Yeah, yeah. So look, we're t- it's a risk, but we need it. We need, and yeah, I mean, who else are you going to get? Yeah, I think the ruck is the non-negotiable. Hicks gone, so yeah. you, you need a ruck. The thoughts on Ben Mackay. You don't mind it. Don't and mind Zane it. Zane said something good today. Yeah, uh, I, I've had this conversation with Zane in his Twitter group is that with the TPP, which is yep. the total player payments, yep. going up so much, uh, it's up to over $13, $14 million. A, a million bucks is going to be the it, going rate. There's, there's going to be 50 players in the comp on, on a million bucks. Exactly. So what's, what's that? Yeah. Two and a bit a team? Yeah, it, it, yes, that's right. And right. If you look at the way things are going with inflation. That's it. So if you're paying seven fifty to 800 for Ben McKay, it's... For what he does, it's probably more than what you want to pay him, but it's what you're going to be paying players. Well, and you're going to sign him for a long time and it'll end up being cheap, I think. Yeah, over the long term, yep. for sure. Here's one. I, I don't think there's an inside ball out on the market that not, you can just go up and sign. Matty Crouch is... Yeah, that last five weeks killed us. I'm yeah, telling you, he walks us. to the Swans if he doesn't play those last five weeks. So, uh, I mean, we have got Gus. Yeah, he can step up. He could make a big difference yep. to what we do so, in the middle. I, I honestly think the third priority is an inside mid for mine. Yeah, for yours. It's 100 bang on. What are they talking? James Jordan from Melbourne? Mm, better value elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, just like out in the market. I don't know. But you never know. Key key defender, Ruckman, critical. Yeah, that will be the But we'll, we'll do a trade. Yeah, um, we'll do a list wrap-up. We will do a potty for the list wrap-up, post-trade and draft. Yep, for sure. It doesn't happen too far after the season. Yep, we'll be in shorts and t-shirt by the time. We will, we will. You'll be in your thongs. Thongs, I will be. Uh, But, yeah, that's where we see the improvement coming. 
bit a bit more out of your Ollie Florence, a little bit more out of your Will Haywoods. That, that's where improvement comes. Can you comes. see us trading anyone else out but Dill? I don't think so. Most people are in contract. There's no talk of it. I don't think so. But it doesn't mean no. Interesting. Malikin. Nah. Up for... Want him. Uh, so do I. But he's going to be in discussions. North are going to want him. North want Dylan. As well. Mm-hmm. So. Um, okay. Debs. It's been a very good year. Has, mate. It's a, It's funny how quick it goes. It's nuts. It <laughs> yeah. makes me sick. Yeah, it flies by. But yeah, th- this year's had a little bit of everything. Starting like a house on fire, stringing together losses, stringing together wins, made off another final series, days at the riser, up to Sydney with the faithful. Up, up to Sydney at the Union. Marches to the ground for finals. It's uh, it's had it, had it all, mate, but it's um, been a pleasure. And thank you for all you've done. You've been phenomenal, Dave. Thanks, mate. And yourself too. It's always good coming in here. And, you know, we, we get our Swannies chat off our chest and we thoroughly enjoy it. And the, uh, amount of, the amount of time we have to come in here, faithful, and say, oh, just shut up. Sh- shut up. We shut start up, talking up, and up, then save it for the potty. But, um... <laughs> Like we sort of touched on in Seg 2, it's a few of the messages we've got this week since the season's been sort of done has, has, has meant so much to me and Mads yep. as well. And that's why we do it is for people to get the, you know, the satisfaction and, you know, something to look forward to. Oh, Dave, it's life, great. Life can get, uh, can get on top of you. So if you've got something simple like that to, to look forward to, um, we'll, we'll continue doing it as long as we're providing that. For sure. And... Yeah, the, you know, it's going to be a big year next year. We'll we'll have some fresh merch and everything. We only did the one merch drop this year, so it was something different. Yeah, there'll be some cool merch next year. We'll be year. doing something different, so keep a lookout for that in the in the new year, Faithful. Um, but, yeah, thanks again, Mads. You've been phenomenal. Thanks to the Faithful. Thanks to Image Online. Thanks to all the sponsors this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. It's been fantastic, but for one it's of the incredible. last... It's been simply <laughs> incredible. But for one of the last times in 2024, there'll probably be one more potty. But this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. We're number one in your hearts, and we're number one on the charts, speaking words of wisdom up the potty. You know what the best thing about the Rising Sun South Melbourne is, Mads? What's that, Dable? It's the steaks down at the Riser. Oh, we love the steaks down at the Riser. They've got your porterhouses. They've got your eye fillets. And if you really want to treat yourself, Mads, they've got the ribeye from Cape Grim, which is absolutely sensational. You know what? Might even get stuck into a South Melbourne dim sim while I'm down there too, Dable. <laughs> For sure. They've got yeah, the new chilli mussels and the Asian-style pork belly as well as a special this month. So get on down to the riser for a feed. Plenty of gluten-free options too.